Hello everyone, welcome back to the Lubcast. I'm here with Jordan Butsy, and uh, today we're going to be talking um, some players we like under 25, some Celtics, and some betting. And we're back. Alright, um, we're going to be talking a little NBA. We're going to be ranking the players that are impactful, that are under 25 years old, by where we think their ceilings are going to be. And this is a list that we created out of the remaining playoff teams we picked our favorite 25 and under players off these teams that are playing an impactful role right now. So it's not going to be every 25 and under player, but we just picked the impactful ones. The list is as follows. Jason Tatum, uh, who's 24. Luka Doncic is 23. Booker, 25. Um, DeAndre Ayton's 23. Jordan Poole's 22. Mikhail Bridges is 25. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is 22, I believe. Um, Tyrese Maxey's 21. Bam Adebayo is 24, Jalen Brown is 25. So those 11 players we ranked in order from the highest ceiling that we think their career, like that they're going to reach in their career to the lowest ceiling that we think they're going to reach in their career. Jordan and Butsy, uh, who do you guys think is number one? Or do you want to start from the beginning or from the Yeah, bottom? let's start. Let's start at number one. I have Luca one. Butsy, who do you have one? Uh, I have Luca one too, and I really don't. And I, and I think the conversation's there for other guys to be at one. Um, but I don't think it's, the argument's very strong. I just I, I think Luke has the highest ceiling by far. Max, you have. So, yeah. So I, I like gun to my head. I think it's Luca because he's um, offensively he's one of a kind. And I was watching him a little bit before he started recording. And he right when I stopped watching, he was like I think he had like thirteen points against the Suns so far in like the first quarter. And um, He's just ridiculous from the mid-range. He's been playing professional basketball since he's like 15 years old. The only other argument I can see right now just for this list uniquely is um, Tatum. And that's because Tatum is a really good two-way player and his physical gifts are better than Luka. Luka's in terms of his height, his strength, his athleticism, how he takes care of his body every season. Luka has a history of being out of shape and has... a a worse inter- injury history. Um, and it can be argued that those injuries are from um, him not taking care of himself. And then also Tatum is a better defensive player than Luca. That's a fact right now. Um, but yeah, Jordan, do you have some? Yeah. On that? Well, okay. First of all, I have Luca one, but I will say my argument for, if I, if you told me to make an argument for Tatum, I would say that Luca probably struggles to play off the ball. If, if you yeah. put Luca on a team with another playmaker, I don't know if it would fit. You have to build around Luca. Whereas, Tatum, you can mix and match with yeah. pretty much anyone. Um, but the reason I have Luca is, I mean, Tatum. The best part about Tatum's game is his scoring, and I think Luca's arguably a better scorer, which is absurd. Yeah. Like it's it's just crazy, and he's like by far a better passer. So I think his ceiling is, um, you know, multiple time MVP. Like I just, yeah, I, I don't see Tatum getting his playmaking to Luca level, and I think. At, at best they're going to be even as scorers yeah i think i think i agree with you i see it more of like of like <laughs> luca getting more of like three mvps and tatum maybe getting one or two and so in the yeah, right I, scheme of things i guess yeah, luca would be considered the better player but tatum, yeah tatum's defense sorry, is just too good i'm sorry i just i just want to know how much we value defense because Tate luca is n- not even like good like average defensively he is uninterested he doesn't try and he's slow um, and he doesn't make good rotations and he gives up and does not have a good motor on the defensive end. So, um, 
how much I was going to say, like, like I, I think it's important, but for me, my only concern with Luca, and you know, I think it's uh, Luca Tatum one two, um, but I do believe that Tatum um, has a lot, like what with who he is right now and the way he plays, it's a lot more championship built. Like his game is a lot more championship built than Luca is right now. But my concern with Luca is that he's going to turn into a Harden, you know, a guy that can put up triple double numbers, um, you know, put up fucking 40, 35, 40 a night on any given night. Um, and then just not, never be able to win, um, on a team. Cause I do think sub, so he's too good. Um, to, like at some point in his career, not be on a championship contending yeah. team. Um, but it's interesting. I want to see how he'll play on a contending team where he has other role players and other superstars, um, maybe one superstar or even a high level all-star yeah. outside him. He's just so gifted offensively. It just takes, that's, yeah, that's really what it sure. is. He's just like anywhere on the court. He, he has unlimited range today. Chris Paul was on him guarding face guarding him. And then Luca backed up and Chris Paul was, I, I like that they didn't call it, but he was completely wrapped around him, like around his belly, like or like a belt. And uh, Luca does like a one dribble, just kind of dirk step back, and it, he hit like two two of those. It's just like unstoppable. He's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Luka I think uh, I see the Harden and Luca comparison, but I He's think a better Luka's, playmaker. I think Luca well, is a better playmaker. Luca, yeah. I think Luca is probably a more gifted passer. Yes. Um, but Luca also scores in so many different ways. He does. Harden, I mean, even Prime Harden, I know he's fucking dropped like 36 a game in one season, but he was it was step back threes and layups where Luca can literally do everything. Well, he's also uh, much younger too. Like he's, he's yeah, he's younger. And he's also what, six seven, six eight. So yep. yeah, I just think he's if you give Luca shape. if you get Luca one like if you just get Luca a pure scorer, like a Devin Booker. Or or a Tatum. Imagine like those two on a team. It would just be. I think it would be absolutely yeah. absurd. Um, but let's move on a little bit. So I have Tatum too. Butsy, do you have Tatum too? Uh, yeah. Like I just said, I have Tatum okay. too as well. I think I just want to just throw this in real quick. I think the argument um for Jaw could be made. I think that number two and three spot. I think there's so many guys that can fucking like be Booker in that argument. Too. Um, I like Booker there. I really like Jaw. And I'm going to throw in a name that doesn't get enough credit in the fucking NBA, and that's Bam Adebayo. Yep. Um, not in two. I don't think he's two. But I think he's he's firmly third or fourth on this list. I think Bam is an unbelievably underrated player and asset on the Heat. Yeah. Okay, here's my, my only rebuttal to Bam is that we're doing ceilings. If we're doing the, the most impactful players, then, yeah. yeah, I could see Bam. I would probably have Bam at five or six. I could um, see – yeah, I can see Bam like growing offensively. His defense numbers are unreal, but I think he could ceiling, grow offensively. Like, uh, like Bam's ceiling is what twenty a game? Twenty yeah. and twenty and fifteen. I don't know about fifteen, but 20, I, 20, 12 and amazing defense. But twenty twelve I, I don't and like think, three blocks. I just don't two, see Bam. Three, three I don't see Bam being your primary option uh, on a championship team. I, that's, I was just gonna say that, I, that's definitely true. He's too limited offensively for me to give him um, like a three or four spot, but maybe be, yeah. maybe a six, seven, five in that yeah. range. Okay, so, so I have I have wait, Booker at three. Do you guys have different I had, names there? I, I had Booker at three. I had so yeah, so mine was Luca yeah. Luca Wait, then, wait, just save it. Just do you so we all have Booker three? Yes, yeah, so yes, Luca, we Tatum, all have Booker, Booker three so far. Okay. I have Jaw at four. I have Jaw at four know. as well. Who do you have I at four, don't. Max? So at four, I had Aiton 
And the only okay, reason, that's interesting. The only reason why is I'm afraid with Jaw of injuries, and I think Aiton. Um, I'm I'm really afraid with with Jaw's injuries. Actually, he has knee issue again. He's going to be out for the rest of the series. Um, he doesn't know how to land. Like it's just like he he's he Derek Rose didn't know how. To, this is a serious issue. Like every time he lands in a game, I genuinely feel nervous about um what like what could happen and it's not like he's um six foot five and has yeah. some strength on him like he's the same exact height and weight as me and as we know like i'm six one so he's six one one sixty five range and um like that gets tossed around that he's very wiry and he's gonna take a lot of punishment in his career and I fear that his play style and He's, he's going to be going to the playoffs a lot, which extends his season out. You know, he's competitive. He plays hard. I'm just worried about um, his health is kind of the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, I just I, – I think that's kind of invalid if we're talking about ceilings and we're talking about these players at their very best. Like, uh, I don't – like We're saying the ceiling of their know. career. I'm saying there's a high percent, percentage chance like, that he gets injured and does not have a great – and does not – have the career yeah i guess be. but but That's injury right. i i don't think injury factors in when we're talking about ceiling okay well that, I, another, I okay, so another aspect of it is that his physical gifts are not gonna so there's a couple of things one is athleticism does not age well yeah that's true that's a that's just a fact okay so when you take away your athleticism he's gonna have to conform his game and be like a chris paul type player and we don't know if he can do that maybe he can i don't know if he can um but the thing is that Aiton is has the more his physical gifts that are going to last. Like he's going to be the same height the entire time, and I think that he can age better and transition better in the modern NBA, and maybe in that last couple spurts and of his career, collect more accolades and therefore have the better ceiling as a player. I just think, I think, yeah. I think it's really the same good. thing. I'll say the same thing I said about Bam. Like I don't see Aiton <clears throat> ever being the best player on a championship team. And I do see Jaw being that. If you give Jaw shooters and scorers, I could see Jaw being a yeah, that's fair. Twenty-five, ten assist guy. Like, and I'm saying you know, being the, the best ceiling, player on though, that team. The ceiling, though, I guess I, I guess I'm accounting for player accolades, and I just think that, like, at the end of the day, I think DeAndre and May. There's a. I'm just playing. I'm more playing devil's advocate because I didn't want us to have. Yeah, that's team. fair. Because like, I, I I really am a big fan of Jaw, and I I just I think like. In turn, like we see NBA point guards age quickly. That's the yeah. position that ages quickly. That's, um, yeah, yeah. And right. I, that's that's the only thing. Like the, just playing devil's advocate. Like I think that Jaw is not careful with his body when he lands. He goes for the big yep. dunks that he does not need to be going. You can't. You don't need to dunk on everyone. Like it's amazing when he does it, but he needs to prioritize his health a little bit. I know? I like that, and that's and that's exactly why I want to see one more year from Jaw. Yes. Before I really think you're able to determine his future. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of just he's Derek Rose. Right? Also, Aiden's been to the finals. I'm just putting that out there. Well, he he's, he's also the had third Chris best player. Ball. Yeah, I mean, he had Chris Ball, who literally just unlocked him, went like, to the finals like, though. Like, perfect that's, key. That's an experience that Jaw does not Ooh, have. Excuse me. Um, yeah, no, I I agree, and I think and I think you make a like a decent point for Aiden, but like Jordan said, I think Aiden is the same uh same field as Bam, where it's yeah they're gonna be they they they're gonna be a superstar level player or they already are a superstar level player, but it's just like, they're never going to be that guy, that go-to guy down the stretch when it, when you need a game winner. Um, but with jaw, like I would love to see 
how he behaves next year um, and how he plays next year, not even points-wise or numbers-wise, just physically on the court. Um, like we were just talking about Max, he's not really, you know, safe when he lands. He doesn't think about yeah. his body. He doesn't think about what he's doing. He just kind of flies around. Um, and that gets a lot of guys hurt and it ruins their entire careers. Um, so, and I, you know, everyone wants to see a, like, you know, an uber athletic point guard be that guy for so long. Um, and we thought we were going to have it with Derrick Rose. We didn't. Um, even Westbrook, you know, he still is, but he's not as good as he was. Yeah. Harden, um, Harden um, for instance, he has no athleticism, but right. even the step that he did lose made such a big impact on his game. Huge difference. Yeah. I think of Jaw, I just think of Jaw can become more uh, aware with his body and what yeah. he's doing and stay healthy. So I, maybe I he don't, can. Yeah. And I think, well, I think yeah. there's an argument that he could get higher on the list if he's yeah, yeah, healthy. I agree. Exactly. Uh, how, like, how long is Jaw going to be this athletic? That's what I'm worried about. Uh, I mean, no, I'm, I'm asking, I bet the next eight Five. years if it if i don't know about that at best i think eight years uh he can be this athletic which is why like we're talking about ceilings that's that's what i'm talking about i'm talking about if everything goes perfectly for jaw he can be an unbelievable player um max where do you have jaw on your list yeah well real quick on that if everything goes i mean like i just think everything goes perfectly for jaw you're saying eight years but if everything goes perfectly for eight and he could be in the league long but he'll never now. he'll never he'll be never be at the same yeah. level that jaw would yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I agree. This is this is honestly making me want to move Jaw higher up on my list. To be honest, <laughs> um, um, I, 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 well, I, I had Jaw right after. It was like it was. I'm gonna like, put. I, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Jaw above uh, D book. Well, in terms hard. of ceiling, in terms of ceiling, he could be above D book because like that's yeah just, that's 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 the argument, which is you know I mean you, yeah, it's kind of like you're, you're arguing. I like Booker. The thing is with, Booker, with this debate, Booker's gonna age I, well. I love him. He's gonna age so well. The, the thing is with these arguments is you're is is you're arguing a hypothetical. Yeah. That's what yeah. Um. You know you don't have stats to back up what someone's gonna do in fucking five ten years. So like if we're you know we so have this fun. huge huge debate about Tatum. Yep. Uh, for the longest time, we're like he's gonna be in his fucking prime for another seven years. He's gonna be in the league for another like 10, 15 years, whatever it's gonna be. It's not gonna be fifteen, but. You know, he has another 10 years of life left. Like, we're going to see a lot more of him. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, what do you got? Well, I think that that was a very good, uh, interesting discussion. But I want, like, I think this is the most interesting spot. Is yeah, this five. part. Okay, so, okay, so I, I just want to go over mine real quick. Wait, because okay, yeah, I never gave you where mine went. Sorry. Um. So, right now, I have, it's Luca 1, Tatum 2, Booker 3, 8 and 4, Jaw 5, and then I have Adebayo 6. Now, what are your guys' 5 and 6? Go ahead, Butsy. All right. Um, my five is uh, Jordan Poole. And my six is uh, my six is, is, is Jalen Brown. Okay. My five is Jalen and my six is Poole. And my seven is Bam. Because we're doing ceilings. If we're doing right now, Bam would probably be six, possibly five. Yeah, um, agreed. Okay. Talk about um, Poole, Butsy. Yeah, I I think that Poole is um, is a tremendous talent, and I think we've seen that. And when you're when you're going off of ceilings and you're judging based, you know, you're basically just selling judging someone based off of their talent. And when it comes to talent, Poole is really kind of second to none. Um, he has an unbelievable um, shot. He can create. He's smooth. He has a really complete game, which I like. Um, and I think that he could be also fast as fuck. He's insanely quick. Uh, doesn't miss. He can get to the rim. Crazy ball handling. 
it's yeah, like, the only it's thing like I'm actually crazy. I would weird. just like to see him mature a little bit more. Um, he's a little out of control. Yeah, he's a little. He's young, which I mean, completely makes sense. Um, but he's always been kind of like a very loud and um, you know theatrical player. You saw it on Michigan. He hit the game when he shot and ran across the court like he was doing suicides. Um, but I would just love to see him mature a little bit in the league and become more of like a more of a pure scorer. And I would love to see him progress because I think he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah, the most absurd thing with pool to me is his shooting like being on especially being on that team he literally takes shots that steph does it, it's so like crazy to see pool playing this well when he's this young but i do have jalen over him uh in terms of ceiling and that's mostly because of jalen's size and i think as jalen gets older he's gonna get a lot more efficient and i think pool might struggle a little bit with efficiency um throughout his career and also uh I think Jalen's probably a much better defender, even though we're seeing him get completely torched by Giannis right now. Uh, I think Jalen can guard, you know, shooting guards and point guards and small forwards very well. And Poole probably can't do that. Uh, what do you think, Max? Okay, so I <clears throat> I'm I like Poole a lot, but um, I didn't have him on six. I have him ninth, so we'll okay. get into that later. Um Bam, I think, is one of the more unique out of the remaining players. And I think because of that, he stuck out to me that, um, <clears throat> like, I don't think he'll ever be a good uh, three-point shooter ever. And I, But I think yeah. he could be, like, a, a modern-day Kevin Garnett almost in terms of the knockdown mid-range jumper, which could be huge, and in the uh, pick-and-roll and just lob threats, stuff like that. I really like Bam and I like his rebounding and his defensive anchor. Um, like that, that's how he plays. Um, his injuries kind of scare me as well. Um, but I, I like, I, I had jaw over him at five. And then in, in terms of Jalen, I, um, I like Jalen too. I just, there's like a, there's a look in his face that he gets in big moments that kind of scares me. And I can almost see him always, um, deferring to being like the third or fourth option on a great team, maybe a championship team, which is not bad, but I think I could see Adebayo being um, a third often option offensively, but like the main defensive anchor, which I would say would make him the more or the the, the player with the higher ceiling compared to Jalen. Yeah, I disagree. Kind of I disagree with the the Jalen third or fourth option thing because we've seen we've seen games where I mean we have Tatum on our team and we've seen games where Jalen takes over and is the number one option. We haven't so, seen a season like that. No, we haven't. Um, but there, I mean, there's debates every year, every single year on the Celtics. There's always debates of Tatum and Jalen. I love Brown, and, but he's the oldest player on this list. Well, oldest is 25. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like he's 25, but out of bio is, um, wait, what is he? He's 24, but like, so I guess not that big of a difference, but I don't know. I just, Brown, I really like Brown. I love him on my basketball team. I want him to stay. Here's, but here's my thing. I just want, I just want to say, like, I don't think Jalen, Jalen at his ceiling could be your closer and your number one. Yeah, that's option. true. If you're, if, if you give him a Chris Paul or a Jaw, Jalen can be your go-to scorer down the stretch. That's why I would have him over Bam because I don't think Bam could ever you know, be that. Yeah, and you know what, Joel and Bead and Bam are going to be seeing a lot of each other, and Joel and Bead is really 
uh, made it difficult for Bam. And I almost wonder well, if that stunts. Yeah. Because so much of what your career ends up being is where you're, what team you're on, obviously, like no shit. Yeah. But, but like a lot of teams play the same team every year in the playoffs. And then like they, that matchup may be poor for you as a player. And, and then your, your career gets stunted because of it. Um, so I, actually, I'm, I'll move Jalen up to six and switch him out with uh, Bam to seven. What, what did you, um, yeah, Butsy, what are your thoughts on Jalen? Uh, my thing with Jalen is um, I think he's capped. Wait, wait, can you just, I just want, sorry. Can you just justify Poole over Jalen? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. My, my argument for Poole over Jalen is I think Poole could be um, like a 28, 29, 30. I don't think he's going to get 30, but I think he could be a 28 point per game score. Um, but I also think he will be able to develop a complete game where I think he'll be able to guard who he needs to guard. Um, similar to not similar to Steph because I think Steph is more of a like a pure shooter. And I, I mean, not really though, honestly. Um, but I think he's similar to Steph in the fact that he's gonna be able to do so much offensively that defensively, I think if he's on like a good enough team, I think that his defensive slack will get picked up. Um, yeah. and I think but I think Jalen's capped offensively with where he is now. I don't really see him getting to 25 to 30 a game. Um, but his defense absolutely makes up for it. He can guard so many guys. Uh, he can really guard any guard on the floor at any time, which is obviously a massive, uh, you know, benefit to having Jalen over Poole. But I just think Jordan Poole is going to get to the point where he's going to be too much of an elite scorer to not uh, put him in like a superstar discussion or put him, you know, as an all-star and stuff like that. Yeah, the other thing about Poole that I'm kind of worried about is he's going to have Steph on his team for the next four or five years like unless okay. yeah so yeah. sorry right. real quick that's what so that's what where i kind of come in he has two options he can go get paid on, yeah like he can go get paid in sacramento which is a horrible organization i would never do that but it, 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 like you're talking maybe like a, they, a, a, he, he probably will do that yeah so if he does that I would do. I do. You think that stunts his career? Because I think it's in his best interest to stay well, in the warrior system. That's what's produced the results that he has. It's now. gonna. He's probably going to average. If he goes to like the Kings, his best years, he probably could average twenty eight. Um, but so but like that's the difference between like Josh Hart and not not that he's averaging twenty eight, but that, or actually a better instance would be like Brandon Ingram in the regular season compared to like, um, Tatum in the regular season. Like Ingram has twenty eight, but you don't hear about it. Yeah, I agree. Also, I think uh, Pool out of the Warrior system will struggle with efficiency. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think, think he he'll get stay the with same the looks. I think he should, but I mean, we you can't like, yeah, like it's money. It's at that point, it's not about basketball. So, so, be, so because of that, I had him. That was one of the reasons I had him ninth. Is that yeah. I'm kind of worried about what he does out of the okay. system. Yeah. Okay. Um, where to next? Okay, so I think we did five. So it's now it's seven eight. Seven eight. Nine. I have, I have Bam seven. Eight and eight, Maxi nine, and then Jaron ten, Bridges eleven. Which I, I, the, what? the thing, Mikhail? the thing that's not even what I was gonna say. The thing that I struggled with was Maxi or Jaron Jackson. No, oh, dude, I had okay. I had Mikhail Bridges number eight over Pool. I think Mikhail I think uh, you have Mikhail over Pool, dude. That's Mikhail hot. Bridges, that is hot. no, it's not. That's Look hot. at the stats, dude. Mikhail Bridges flaming. is one of the best. But this dude, is his name was no, in the no, defensive no, no, player of the no, year. No disagreement about that. Yeah. But is 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 Mikhail Bridges or Brit? I don't know, Mikhail, Mikhail, whatever. Mikhail. Fuck, Mikhail, is he ever gonna be 
like a superstar talent, or is he just yeah. going to be one of the like the best role player to ever yes. exist? He's the perfect That's, role player. He's the I mean, perfect he, role player. If he wins a if he wins a championship and he's a starting like player well, that's not the, a superstar that's though. not like, a superstar he's the that's just fourth the I, I disagree player. i disagree i think he's gonna i think that's better than what pool's career is gonna be are we talking we're, we're saying ceiling i don't i don't disagree but if you're well, talking I mean, higher ceiling strictly off talent yeah I think i'm talking pool has bridges. no i think uh off talent not talent i mean sorry talent is well, like a, it's as not a good, it's not who's gonna win more rings it's who's gonna yeah, be that's the a better player yeah, like who would you ceiling. rather have on yeah. your team i would i would okay well then i would 100 percent rather have mikhail bridges over jordan pool Jordan Poole is inefficient, and if you're building Mikhail around Bridges a player, I'm, I'm Mikhail, <laughs> I, I want players like Mikael Bridges. I'm standing by that. We're we're talking between eight and nine. Like I have I have Poole a slot like a right below yeah. Bridges. Like I'm not saying he's going to be like I have or better. I, I have Bridges last on the list because I think he is the perfect role player. I don't think he'll ever be the number one option. I I just think he's so efficient. Like if you boost up his role, I think he could handle. Yeah, him. that's all. He is he is super efficient. He's very very good. I fucking love Mikael Bridges. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, where do you guys have Maxi? I really like Maxi. He's just a little sporadic and young. Yeah. So it's, he reminds it's me really... of Pool. Um, I'm not sure on Maxi where he really belongs on this list. I think that he um, has shown flashes of being great and can really score the basketball. But I don't know if that makes like if that makes me want to put his ceiling higher. If that makes me move his ceiling higher based off of a few stud performances um like can he do it yes is he gonna be able to do it consistently enough, enough to be a superstar i don't know um but i have him what number are we on now i believe we're on number nine, nine or ten, 10. Yeah, yeah i have him i have him at nine i have him nine um, too wait and who? i just I, I think he's just a solid player and i think he could be a phenomenal role player um especially if he builds up a little beef and can play a little defense um, he can come in and be a three and D guy off the bench and be a massive um, utility to really any team. I think he can be a little more than three and D. He's he's just Maxie? a bucket getter. Yeah, Maxi. I like Maxi. I think he can be really good. I I, I, think, I, I think he can be more than three and D. Yeah, like I think he can. I think he can average um, twenty four, um, twenty five at his max. Like, I don't know like where he's gonna end up in his career, like on what team. But I, I do like he's he's so young. What is he? Is he twenty two, twenty three? Uh, wait, hold on. Maxi is 22. Yeah, like he's so young and he's already sh- like showing flashes. Like he's just such a he's such a like bucket getter. He can just get his own shot whenever he wants. He's crazy fast and he's so fast. Yeah, great. So yeah, fast. great handle. Like he's just he's a guy that's gonna be hard to guard for a really long time. And then, I, sorry, mine was um nine was pool, ten was Maxi, and then my eleven was Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm I'm actually not. On Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, I'm not super high on him either. I have him 10. I think he's really good on defense. Um, yeah, but he can't not foul. Yeah, I don't. I, I need to see more from him before I would move him up. I honestly, I haven't watched a ton of Jaron Jackson, so I can't act like I know everything about him. Um, we go, we, but, we get a good amount of Memphis games here. And yeah. um, like I've watched some Jaron Jackson and like he was injured for a good bit. Um, he's had injuries throughout, so that's kind of derailed him. But he uh he's like i he shoots a lot of threes and i i know a lot of grizzlies fans will be like oh he can hit those but i i just don't think it's a good shot and um yeah. just the, his they look injury, awkward his, they look aw- yeah. they look awkward he doesn't it's, have a good very, shooting awkward. yeah he has an awkward shooting form which usually is tough to get into um like a a better but i mean it's doable so it's not like that doesn't but it's also his fouling 
And then um, just like he doesn't get that many rebounds, I believe. I think that's I think that's who I'm thinking of. Hold on. Let me let me check that to make sure. Let's see. Do you have Jaron at 10 or 11? I have Jaron at. um, Yeah. I have Jaron at uh, I have Jaron at 11. He also averages five rebounds a game. Five. Five point eight. Yeah, that's that's not good. I have Jaron at 11. Yeah, so you have Bridges at 10. I have Bridges at 10. I would probably put Bridges over Jaron. Chris Creer, he's averaging 5.1 rebounds per game. Like, he's 6'11". Or yeah, that's actually foot. not good at all. He had, last, um, game, last game he had five. The game before he had three. And the game before that he had eight. Like, this is, he's not a good rebounder at all. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't know if I really like him. Yeah, I haven't watched enough of him. I just thought, like, he's the second best player. He's on good. Chris, he's so. really good defensively. It's just interesting yeah. that he doesn't get rebounds. He, and he's kind of yeah. he's a tweener role, and those roles um, are hard. Those those roles can be a gift or a curse. Like they can get you a job in the NBA, but sometimes because you're a tweener, it can also not get you a job. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes yeah. you're the perfect. Sometimes um, an NBA team has um, all the pieces to the puzzle except for one, and it's a fucking weird piece, and they can get it and put it in, and that fits, and it's fine. But maybe that fucking weird piece hasn't fit in anywhere else that's why it's available because yeah it's weird so i don't know jaron jackson is a strange player um yeah yeah so that was a fun list i think that was all of them um just uh yeah we have a this just goes to show you how much good talent in the nba so much there is right now like so many um, young guys yeah and like this like we left out notable people because like of teams that aren't in the like for instance herb jones would be fun terrence man terrence man i like yeah, that's um, true. Uh, Ant Man, fucking, um, like yeah, all the guys. Yeah, not there's a else. lot of people. Yeah, that are not like that. Those are oh, Alvarado. Al- yeah, Lamelo Alvarado would be fun. Oh yeah, Alvarado. Alvarado. I yeah. think that I just I think like the future of the league is like is in great hands. I think that yeah. the NBA is headed in a phenomenal direction. I think there was a time where people were worried after LeBron left and Katie left, oh, yeah. it, who was going to fill those shoes. And I think the superstars, uh, the young superstars have risen. There's a fuck ton of talent in the NBA. It's the most talented league it's ever been. And what I think is cool too, is I don't know if we'll have a LeBron. It'll be, well, I mean, we'll never have another LeBron, but I don't know if we'll have one player that's at it'll, it, I don't think it'll ever be like one player that's above every player. I think there's going to be an even competitive race for number one over yep. every year, which is awesome. I think it'll Completely be, great. I think it'll be Giannis for the next, I don't know five, but there's always going to be people at his heels. I think like it's it's, it's not going to like the Jokic, Jokic, Embiid, uh, Tatum, uh, Booker. Yeah, I mean, what I think is interesting is we're like we're seeing these young guys like evolve, step up. Like like it's so weird to see. We've watched KD and Braun and Steph and all these guys, and now we're starting to see like young superstars that are almost as good as the guys yeah. that are like you know, five to eight years older than them. It's super cool. I never to see. thought I'd see another KD. I haven't really, but like it, you can see it in Tatum. You can see it in other, and that brand. Yeah. Ingram. But also, but have, also like, Tatum's not six eleven and fucking has like an Ingram eight is. foot long wingspan. Ingram. Does. Yeah. But he's not as, he, I don't think he's, no, no, he's I'm not, not saying they're either. the same. I'm not saying they're the same. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's fun. Like, you know what Jordan was saying? Yeah, like, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. No, for like, sure. You can Absolutely. tell Ingram definitely modeled a portion of his shooting. It's just to, like the mid range off of at some point, at some point, these young guys that we're talking about right now are going to overtake the Steph and LeBron. And, and it's going to be super like weird. weird for us to, <laughs> to start talking about Tatum as better than KD one day. Like, 
How do you think it feels think, to be like thirty and like yeah yeah? Can't wait to be can't wait to be an old head and be like yeah. When I was watching Jason Tatum play Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> in the playoffs, when I yeah. was fucking, I my baby Giannis like, story would be more interesting. When then. I was when I was sixteen, watching Tatum and Giannis play in the in the game seven with Scary Terry, my kids yeah. are gonna be like, you are fucking so goddamn old. Forgot about that, <laughs> Scary Terry. All right, scary we're getting we're getting off topic, Jordan. You got anything else to say? No, I'm all good. That was a good. That was a good discussion. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, we will be right back. We are going to be coming back with uh, some Celtics talks. And we're back. Uh, I'm here with Jordan and Butsy. We're going to be talking yes, the Celtics' big fucking W last night, boys. How did we feel about Yeah. I feel amazing. I'm so excited to talk about this. Uh, what were the keys to success? How did we win? Uh, okay, I'll start. Uh, we sucked for the first three quarters. We were... Oh, so bad. God-awful. We led one um, time. Yeah, we uh we closed the third quarter decently well. I think we were down 11, and we ended up cutting it to seven going into the fourth. But, I mean, I'll just talk about the fourth quarter because that's that's what that's that was really the game. That's how we won. Um, we shot 16 for 19 as a team, which is just absolutely absurd. 16 for 19 Crazy. and a quarter. Uh, Tatum was five for six with 12 points, and then big fucking Al, man. Oh, six for Al. six <laughs> with 16 points. Uh, he had that huge and one. He had the the dunk earlier. I mean, he dunked on Giannis. Oh my god! Or, yeah, uh, it, yeah, on Giannis. He did dunk on Giannis. Uh, I mean, I I thought that fourth quarter was exactly what we needed. I I loved how Tatum closed the game too. Uh, he started uh, dancing a little bit, um, getting by his guy. He he uh he can score on Wesley Matthews. Like I know Wesley Matthews is a good defender, but Tatum can fucking take him to the rim. Uh, and he started doing that more. And yeah. I love to see that. So yeah, what'd you think? They threw in um like in the fourth quarter, they threw in um oh, was it George Hill? Someone they threw someone yeah. in on Tatum that like suddenly Tatum was just unlocked. He like yeah comfortably um was just like, All right, well I well, I think Giannis also he like got tired out and then he had to go for a blow on the bench for a bit. So during that time, Tatum also felt more comfortable driving to the rim. But yeah, he um he was awesome. Uh, or well, he wasn't awesome actually. He sucked in the beginning, and then um, he kind of took over. It was Al really that took over the entire game. Um, Derek White played well though. Connor, did you have something? I was gonna say that too. Yeah. Yeah, Derek White had a great game. But I'll tell you what, the Celtics won. Fucking Drew Holiday played forty-one minutes. Uh, it went five of twenty-two. True. That's yeah. that is like when it's kind of like the Celtics. The Bucks and Celtics are um, not similar offensively at all. But, like, in the fact that, like, the whole NBA is kind of the same way where you need at least two guys to kind of go off to have a fucking chance in any, in any game, uh, it doesn't really have to be a superstar. It's like last night, Tatum and Al both had 30. Like, you should be able to win when both guys have 30. Um, Giannis had 34. The next high score was Lopez was 17. Like, that's not just going to – that's not going to get it done. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the Celtics did play, you know, phenomenally offensively in the fourth quarter. I just think that if Drew Holiday – uh, came out faster and had a lot better uh, of a shooting night. I think the Celtics would have been in a bigger hole, and I think it would have been uh, tougher to come back. Yeah. Um. I I just had a quick question. Why is Tice unplayable in this series? He played. Um. I believe they said on the broadcast last night that he played like a total of eighty-eight minutes in the last Dude, series. But then, I, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been floor. embarrassing. It's I been think embarrassing. it's Brooke. I think it's Brooke. He was over five, and he took Brooke two threes. Dominates him, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, he's he was minus ten last night. That doesn't tell the whole story, but like I was watching the game and he was horrible. He he they put him in and he he took two horrible threes, couple bad shots. 
he like was, early on the clock. He also yeah. complains too much that like it hinders his play. But um, he he as that may be a biased Celtics fan thing uh, for me to say, but I think he gets fucked more than anybody else. No, he does. He's he going. Does. I think he go, I think he goes against superstars a lot. But it's been and the superstars get a lot. of They called the stupid him. illegal screen on. Yeah. Him. Did you guys see that? That was yeah. disgusting. That was I mean, what that. is it? That's exactly what the guard is supposed to do: run the big man or run the fuck, run their man off the screen. Tice yeah. didn't even lean in, didn't lean in with an elbow. Or the guy grabbed anything, his but... arm. I don't know who yeah, it I was. Know. But... When we were, it was uh, George Hill. But also, if we're talking about plus minuses, go back to my Drew Holiday. Um, yeah, he was minus 18, right? Minus 23. Minus 23. Minus yeah. 23 last night. And last, uh, and Giannis, oh, yeah. was, and Giannis was plus one. Um, Lopez he didn't, he didn't, yeah, I mean, the minus 23 sticks out for me. It's supposed to be. Like, you know, if no Middleton, that's your second guy. That's your second option. Your second option can't be five of 22 and have minus 23 um, plus minus. He's killed us all uh, all series, though. Um, he, like, I think I would really fucking like to have him on the Celtics, um, as I think anyone would. But he can't be playing like that um, if they're going to win games. But I really hope he doesn't because I'd love to win the series. Obviously. <laughs> Me too. Did you like Jalen Brown's game? Yes, and the reason he he only took eleven shots. He didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter, and the reason is because of Al. Uh, mm-hmm. If Al wasn't going crazy like that, Jalen easily could have played better. I thought he uh, Jalen came out in the first half uh, pretty well. I think he had eleven in the first half. Yeah, um, hit his uh, elbow jumpers. Uh, then he slowed and then down. He's he, but he I think he slowed down. Foul trouble. Foul trouble. Foul trouble. True. You got five him to not five for eleven is not bad shooting. No. I think the only reason he slowed down is because Al took over. Like, if Al's going to drop thirty, we don't need Jalen to have twenty-five. So that's yeah, what well, that's what Butsy was saying. Like, if we yeah. have two guys drop thirty, it doesn't need to be your your two stars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I that that's very true. I just um, Jalen Brown. We need to figure out uh something other than the switch onto like why don't we oh switch my onto God, Tatum? Because Tatum is lengthier than Jalen Brown, and he seems to have better. Like he gets low in his stance and he seems to do better against Giannis. I don't understand why, but I know. Well, well I know why. It's because the Bucks, the Bucks are yeah. constantly uh, looking for it. But why do we give it to them? Because they don't have to look that hard. Yeah, I I'm still baffled by. It. I I've never, dude. It's the entire NBA does it. Like they it, they just have the principle of you switch everything, so there's no miscommunications. Yeah. But I think like in a series like this where they're literally picking on Jalen. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. They're professional basketball players. They should be able to communicate like, okay, Jalen's not switching on to Giannis unless yeah. it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Um, um, I was, there was a couple of times I texted this to you guys last night. Um, I think it was in the third quarter where Giannis was just like really easily able to get to the rim. I know the announcers yeah, talked about this too. And Jordan was like, our defense is pretty good, which it was, but I just felt like on everybody else, we were playing great, but on Giannis, which was kind of, of a flip script, um, Giannis was able to get like by Tatum, um, you know, kind of with ease, like to get to the, get like that quick first step to get around. He was getting around guys easier than he had been all series. Is what I was, is what I'm getting at. I think, he's just I think <laughs> no, I, I disagree. I think the only reason that was happening is because, uh, I think the only person on our team that can actually stop him from getting to the hoop is Grant. Semi. If Grant. If yeah, it's semi. <laughs> if Grant guards Giannis <laughs> on the perimeter, he can stay in front of him. Uh, and basically, when whenever Giannis has Grant on him, he settles for a mid range jumper. Like uh, he yeah, just tries to absolutely. shoot over him. I agree. Uh, like Al's, 
Giannis has actually, I saw a stat. Giannis has shot a terrible percentage against Al, but whenever Al has him on the perimeter, he because he's he can faster get by than it. Yeah, because he he's just faster. Al. I think so I think bad. that needs to be an emphasis from Ime. I think that needs to be a very um, you know a primary talking point in the locker room to get the right matchup because when we have yeah. the right matchups, we've been doing so well. <clears throat> but like we saw what last night, what happened? We didn't get when we didn't get the matchups we wanted. Giannis could have thirty four. Uh, thankfully, no one else killed us, but. You know, that's got to be something that we got to keep our eyes on. I want to talk about Smart. I think Smart had an unbelievable fourth quarter. And I loved how he – I love when he takes guys to the hoop. I absolutely love it. He's fucking stronger than guys. And he makes fucking unreal shots in the paint. He can finish so well. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him be more aggressive when when he has a matchup that he likes. What did you guys think of Smart? I thought he was – I thought he was great. Um – like, to your point, Jordan, I really feel like when he – because I don't think anybody expects him to drive, too. I think that's another aspect of his game um, that people don't really see coming or a aspect of his game that people don't see coming. Um, they're used to, you know, seeing the catch-and-shoot threes and the defense and the hustle and, and the, you know, non-tangibles. But um, there's a couple of plays last night where he would just be able to blow by people and turn a corner and get to the rim. Um and there was plenty of times last night where that whole, you know, people would get out of the way. You know, we saw Drew one time get out of Smart's way. Someone else got out of Tatum's way in a layup. Um, I think attacking the rim last night kind of worked for some reason, which was weird. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see Smart doing it more because he is stronger than a lot of these guys and he can get down in the paint. Um, and if he's not going to get up a shot, he's either going to get fouled or he's going to kick. Cause I trust him. I trust him to do that. That's my point card. Yeah. He also hit a couple of those, um, Micro smart threes, like I think two of them that we were like, oh fuck, don't shoot that. And then it goes, yes, those are classic. Yes, those are clutch, love those. Um, <laughs> classic smart. Yeah. And that, yeah, because he was two for three from three. And then um, he had eight assists too, which I think is an underrated part of his game that he's elevated this year. Uh, is that yeah. he's like a good passer and um, he's good at setting other people up. And he's, since he's taken on the role as a point guard, he's taken less, like he only shot three threes last night, which is good because he was two for three and like there were games before in the playoffs where he was shooting six, six threes a game, which is not what we want. So I like that. He's been, um, he's taken it upon himself to just be a defense and like a defensive first. And then like on the offensive end, focus on uh, getting the ball out to all the other scores. I like that. One of the, um, I want to just kind of wrap this up here with mm-hmm. something. Uh, I know Jordan's got a, Catch that new Doctor Strange movie, which was it's probably gonna be fucking unbelievable, and I'm a little jealous. So good. Um, the free throw numbers, uh, I think have been something that I've been I've been keeping an eye. Oh, I know there's something that I've been keeping an eye on all year or all series rather. Um, with the Celtics playing a little like obviously very aggressive defense, uh, the refs have been calling a lot of fouls, and which has resulted in a lot of easy bucks points. Um, but if we look at last night, you know. Uh, South shot 18 of 20 buck shot 21 of 27, you know, say they shoot 24 of 27. I think it's a different game. Um, but you know, we still have 25 personal fouls. So they're 17. Um, they, the Celtics are going to need to cut it out. I think, I think the, I don't think you can keep winning games, putting up 25, 30 fouls a game. I think that just puts the other team on the liar pulp. It'll put the bucks or anybody else who play on the line way too much for way too many free points. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's their free throw numbers last game were lower than previous games, and I think that's something that we need to keep an eye on. Shot nine yeah. percent though, which is good. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, think... you can't you can't rely on that. They're they're you know they're free freebies, free throws. Mm. I don't know. I think 
you know, free throws are kind of a – like, we play such physical defense, it's going to happen. I, I don't mind the, the fouls. Well, um, they only had 27 free throws, and we had 20. Like, they – Yeah, that's yeah. not the worst. It's yeah. not, but uh, I'm saying – and saying other games they've been, it's been a little – Yeah, little other games have been bad. That's, that's yeah, true. The, really the bad. game – the bad games have been really bad. Yep. Yeah. Just, uh, just to wrap up on the Celts, I think, um, you know, going back to the Garden – I'm feeling good about us. Um, hopefully, Al can keep shooting the lights out. I don't care if he drops 30 or whatever, but if he can just hit those the threes that he's been hitting, that is such a big fucking boost for our offense. True. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're we're gonna need we're gonna need the role players to keep stepping up, and gonna need Tatum and Jalen to close out these games. Yeah, and I know the Bucks defense is amazing, but I just want to see a game where the Celtics don't miss. I just want yeah. to see a game where they're in the garden and they just fucking light it up. I mean, we already yeah, had yeah. one of those games. We, yeah, we kind of, we kind of did. Yeah, we kind of did. Um, the first, we had a first half. We really, had yeah. a first but we know half. they can. We know they. We can know they can. And I, and I would we just do. love to just take game five in such a dramatic fucking way and make a statement going back to Milwaukee for game six. We're getting, we're getting such open shots. Like, it, there's going to be a game where Grant doesn't miss, Pritchard doesn't miss, Al, Al keeps hitting, Smart yeah, keeps Pritchard's, hitting. Like Pritchard's, Pritchard's do. Pritchard's beyond. I know. I think. Serious. I think Pritchard is gonna have. I think Pritchard is gonna have uh, a game where he hits at least two threes, and it's gonna be sick. I think um, that's gonna dunk on Giannis. Yeah, that would be. I have that, that would be <laughs> something in the future. Could you imagine? I, I Horford dunked on Giannis, which is ridiculous. He's gonna get yeah, PD I mean, tested. That was sick. Soon. Tomorrow, I bet you. Drug <laughs> test. tested. They're gonna give yeah. him a drug test tomorrow. They tested him. Um, who do you, he dunked on someone like two years ago, and they sent him a drug test, and he. He tweeted about I it. love the images when the images uh, surface on NBA Twitter of guys looking out of their mind jacked, and then oh, yeah. they like they yeah, like random, get the text. Yeah, they, they post a test of like yeah. random drug tests. It's awesome. Yeah, why don't you yeah. test LeBron? See how that goes. <laughs> um, on that note, <laughs> we're gonna uh, get out of here, Jordan. We're bringing Butsy, the movie. We're bringing Butsy and Jordan back later for uh, some betting and some more NBA talk. Uh, we will be right back. Okay, we're back uh, with some betting. We have our, uh, you know, betting expert down eighty units, Connor Butts. Uh, hey, 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 eighty <laughs> units. That's a that's a light. That's a light. Yes. Just, just we switch to units from dollars. Mister down eighty units. What's your pick we for switched. Wednesday? My pick. Um, and I put this out on the TikTok, and it wasn't a biased pick last time, and it's not a biased pick this time. Um, it sells five and a half. Uh, for a couple reasons. Um. One, I think the Celts are riding such a high, and I think the Boston Garden is going to be absolutely rocking. I think the Celts are going to just fucking come in, and they're going to make, like have an at-home statement game. I think they win this game comfortably, um, and I and I do see the line moving to six, uh, maybe six and a half before the game as well. So I would grab the value at five and a half uh, tonight. I know you guys are going to see this tomorrow, and I would like it at six uh, or six and a half. I mean, six and a half is dicey, but definitely six. Um, I think the Celts just come in and um, have a very um, have a very comfortable win tomorrow. Okay, uh, I'll go because my pick is uh, Jason Tatum over twenty eight and a half. So another <laughs> player prop. Here we go. <laughs> and the reason is, I think uh, I think Tatum's kind of figured it out now after that fucking horrendous uh, game. Um, he came out angry, or he actually didn't come out angry last game, but he closed well, and I think. Going back to the garden, he's going to keep it rolling. I think we're going to see a superstar uh, performance from Tatum. That's I'm taking Jaron Jackson under rebounds player prop. 
Lock it Interesting. in. Interesting. Wait, oh, this, I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if this has anything to do. I wonder if this has anything to do with Max looking up his stat mid podcast. I think I um, if that has any pull play in no, this. Uh, play in this um, I'm actually taking uh, the Warriors. I'm gonna take them at adjusted line of six because I think they're gonna beat the shit out of the Grizzlies tomorrow. Really? Why? Why do you think that? John Morant's out, and the line was yeah. at four. And also the Grizzlies blew the game. It's three one, and I mean it's going back to Memphis. But I just, um, I don't the Warriors know. I guess terrible, I, and they still yeah, and won. they still won. Like yeah. yeah, like what are you gonna do? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I I I like this Memphis team. They're too young. I don't see it happening. I would take them to, uh, win or to get killed, not win. Um, Jaron Jackson's rebound prop is actually six and a half, so that under could be dude. That under's looking a lock. You might do that. <laughs> I, okay. And I actually, uh, but see, I, I kind of want to take the, uh, the buck spread. That's okay. Oh, I mean, I, listen, a, a conflicting bet on the pod. We could have a. It's just because all the games bet. have been so close. That's the only thing. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely uh, agree with you. Um, the games the have been really close, and I see your perspective completely. Um, but I just I think agree with the, the Celts, Yeah, I, I think the Celts are going to come in, and they're going to come in so fucking angry. Al's still fucking angry. Giannis is pissed mm. off our whole team in one way or another. He's being the antagonist for us. Uh, it's a tough game Boston to bet. Fans. It is a tough game to bet because of the spread. Mm. Uh, the spread makes it very dicey. But I do think that the Celts uh, – and I, and I think the spread uh, reflects well what's going to happen in this game, and I think it's five and a half for a reason. Um, all spreads are what they are for a reason, and I think yeah. that people are going to be quick to jump on Milwaukee because of everything that's happened in this uh, series so far. Fading the public, um, I like it. But I, I actually don't know. I haven't really looked at the public spread yet. And I'm, I'm going to probably do that before I lock in the pick. Okay. Um, but I do think that the Celts are going to win comfortably this game. Okay. Uh, so family plays. Should we do, because I made fun of Jordan about his player prop, I think we should do a family player prop parlay. <laughs> a prop parlay? Play. Whoa, yeah. whoa. A family player prop parlay. So we have what? Tatum over uh, 28 and a half points. We have Jaron Jackson under rebounds. Six and a half, right, Max? Is that the number? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then mine uh, player prop is Grayson Allen over eight and a half points. Um, I think it could be a spot. I think that could be a spot where uh, Grayson Allen can step up and hit a couple threes and make some shit happen in the game. And that is a um, sharp bet. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's going to hit though. I'm like for, for any of our listeners out there, if you want to take this reverse parlay, I wouldn't yeah, blame you. I would, I would say, <laughs> dude, honestly, though, I really think the reverse parlay would hit. Like, I, like the Allen, honestly, I think maybe a better parlay would be Tatum under, uh, Jaron Jackson over, and Grayson and Allen over. Allen under. <laughs> no, I think the Allen over would be, would be, I think that one happens. Oh, okay. So I think that one, I think the Allen over is a lock. I'm just saying. Oh, thanks, guys. No problem. Wow. Wow. <laughs> A lock. Now I honestly do think it. there's a lock. Now, now now, yeah, yeah, now you have to fade it. it. Yeah, so I would play the reverse of everything we just said, and I think you might win a good amount of money. Yeah, you might get absolutely. Can someone out there do both and see if that happens, if that works? Please. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that was good. Uh, we will be talking to y'all on Friday. Um, thank you everyone for listening, and have a Go wonderful Celts. day. Go Celtics. Peace. Peace.